95.1 The Peak, it's Talk of the Town. Good morning, John Eaton with you, along with John Sandham. And joining us in the studio from Blue Mountain Veterinarian Services, our pet expert, Dr. Tina Gray. Dr. Gray, great to have you back. Always love being here, John. Thanks. Dr. Gray, let's talk a bit about, you've mentioned this before, and I think it's important to mention, that there are actual health benefits to pet owners because they own pets. There sure are. Um, Number one that has been studied is it can lower our blood pressure. So part of that is because they get you out moving, right? right? But part of it also is just like, how does it feel when you cuddle with a a puppy or a kitten (laughs) and then the bond that you develop with them, right? So they, they actually do. And if you pay attention to it, they really do lower your stress level when you're giving them a cuddle. I find like I've never been one to be able to meditate. But I find when uh, Trixie, our, our old cat, uh, climbs up and wants that cuddle, her purring, I find that my breathing starts to match hers. And I find that uh, it's that kind of moment of Zen for me. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's not all roses, though, with our pets. Uh, there is a thing called zoonosis. This is a new word you taught me. Yeah, zoonosis or zoonotic diseases are diseases that can be spread from animals to humans. Are there a lot of them? Yeah, quite a few. Um, even in North America, we have a number. Uh, obviously, in um, in other climates, there are even more. But we have enough to deal with. Um, range anywhere from bacterial organisms to viral organisms to um, worms, uh, mites, uh, the, the whole gamut we can get from them. So I guess the easiest prevention for you to catch uh, diseases from your pets is make sure your pets don't have them. Absolutely, or don't get them. So, okay. yeah, like for instance, leptospirosis is um, is a disease that is spread from wildlife through urine into your pet through if they walk through a puddle that has that organism in it it'll burrow in through the pads of the of the feet through the feet Uh, and then your dog will have it in in the urine when it urinates so you might think well how am i gonna get that yeah right but just look at it this way your your puppy goes out has a pee licks himself and then you pick him up and he licks you in the face right easy yep Uh, So how do you prevent that from happening? How do you? Well, that particular um, organism, there is a vaccine that has to be given yearly. Okay. So just like rabies, um, every year in North America, there's only one to three cases of human rabies. But, boy, you don't want to be one of those one to three people. (laughs) It's a nasty one. It's it's really nasty. I can't think of of getting anything worse than rabies, and it's entirely preventable if you get your pets. And it's actually in municipalities like ours, it's mandatory because there is rabies in the wildlife. So mm-hmm. even indoor pets need to be vaccinated. And that's once a year? Uh, depending on the vaccine your veterinarian okay. uses. Yeah. For us, it's... Uh, um, puppies or kittens get their initial one then they get a one-year booster and then it's good for three years after that okay uh what are some of the other major diseases that maybe are a little harder to prevent um well one of one of the ones that you really have to be on top of it's called larval migraines so there's some intestinal worms that our pets get uh roundworms hookworms whipworms that Follow the, the natural path in your pet because that's a natural host for them. Mm-hmm. So they end up in the digestive tract. But in people, 
Um, and you should look up. You should look it up. Larval migrans. There's some pretty disgusting pictures <laughs> yeah, no, uh, on you. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> take my word for it. <laughs> um, it can it can be anything from you, you can see the the squiggly path under your skin where right. these para- these larvae get in, and it's it's extremely itchy and irritating. To in in young children, um, they actually the one type of uh, larva actually likes to migrate either to the brain or the eye. Wow. So it's a real big deal, a really big deal. Uh, how do we catch it from our pets, or, or more importantly, how do we not catch it from our pets? How do you not catch it? That's the great question. By now, everyone who's listening to this program should have their pets on monthly prevention for heartworm, ticks, fleas, that kind of thing. And most of those, if given monthly, will prevent most of the zoonotic diseases that we're talking about. Do most people do this? More and more people are Mm. becoming educated on how important it is here, especially now that there's more ticks in the area, and we've had a number of... uh, of uh, pets test positive for Lyme disease and Ehrlichia and different different tick-borne diseases. So people are getting better about it. They still, uh, I think the majority of people still think it's okay to only do six months because that's been drilled into our heads for heartworm. But we have less heartworm in this area than we have these other things, ticks and, and roundworms, hookworms, that type of thing. So... Um, and when you when you reflect back over the last winter, there was times during every month of the winter that ticks were active because it was warm enough. It only has to be zero degrees. So the key here is just to treat year-round monthly. Does this monthly treatment involve bringing your pet to the to the veterinarian, or can you do this at home? Oh, I absolutely do it at home. It can be as simple as a chewable tablet once oh. a month. There you have it. Dr. Grave, people have any more questions about zoonosis uh, and their pets and parasites, where do they go? Well, if they go to bluemountainvet.ca, they can sign up for our monthly newsletters, and this will be a topic in the newsletters. Um, or they can just give us a call, 519-599-7777. Dr. Gray, always a pleasure to have you here on Talk of the Town. Thanks for having me, John.